Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show on how to confidently find the career that you love and thrive with my special guest and owner of ESL on the go. And ESL stands for English as a Second Language, and that is Suzanne Phillips. I'm Sharissa Sebastian, a coach, speaker, writer, and co-owner of Stop, Smile, Breathe, Women's Retreats, and I'm a certified life and leadership coach for women, and I hold my certification through the International Coaching Federation. My passion is helping women break free from being stuck, overwhelmed, and stressed, mainly in their professional lives and in the area of work-life balance, to live a life of passion, purpose, joy, and fulfillment. You can find out more about me and the work that I do on my website at www.sharissasebastian.com. I'd also like to take a moment to tell you about a fabulous women's one-day spa retreat that's coming up on February 20th in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I know we're a couple months away, but that will creep up on us. And it's also around Christmas time, so that would make a great Christmas gift as well. So we would love to have you out at the spa in the Dallas area on February the 20th. And part of the proceeds are going to support Hope Store, which is a local shelter. You can find out more on my website if you click on the events tab, or you can go directly to stopsmilebreathe.com. So let's get into today's discussion. We'll be talking about how to confidently find the career you love and thrive. I'm joined by my guest, Suzanne Phillips, who is, like I mentioned, the owner of ESL On The Go. Suzanne, welcome. Hi, Sharissa. Thank you. This is Suzanne Phillips. I'm glad to be with you this evening. Thanks, Suzanne. Would you like to take a few moments to introduce yourself? Yes. Um, Sharissa, I am, as you know, I am living in Ohio currently, where I've lived most of my life. Uh, I'm in, let's just say, my late 40s, and uh, my passions are travel, talking about travel, and um, my new passion, well, not new, but my passion is helping others through teaching English as a second language, and um, that's really become a focus in my life, and that's kind of what I'm focusing on right now. Fantastic. Well, I am so excited to have you on the show, Suzanne. I've known Suzanne for, it's almost a year now. I don't know if you, you realize that, but January will be a full year, Suzanne. Yes, yes we're coming up on a year. Yes, it can't, I can't <laughs> believe it. It's been a year, but it yeah. seems like it's been longer <laughs> in a good yeah, way. It's been an incredible journey. And yeah, I've had the privilege of uh, working with Suzanne in that year. And it's just you have so much more to offer than you just mentioned. So I'm really looking forward to the show and um, you know, sharing a lot more about you and your story with our audience. So thank you again for agreeing to do the show, and I know that everyone's going to be in for such a treat um, with what you have to share. So thanks thank again, you. Suzanne. Thank you. 
So we'll be talking about how to find a career or your next job that's a great fit for you. And then once you do that, how do you get the courage and confidence you need to step out of your comfort zone and go after great instead of settling for just good enough? Now, Suzanne just did that. Did just that. She left her corporate job to pursue her passion and start her business teaching English as a second language. She now runs her business full-time and travels the world teaching English. And I'm so excited because Suzanne's going to share with you a little more about her travel adventures too. So we're going to learn exactly how she did this and how any kind of scary but exciting change is possible. Now, you may or may not be on a similar path to Suzanne, but on the show, you will learn what she did to get the crystal clarity and confidence to do what she's passionate about and get over any fear or anxiety about making the change. And Suzanne, I can honestly say that you are probably one of the most courageous human beings I have ever met. <laughs> you you no. almost embody the word fearless to me. Honestly, you just go after what you know is important to you. So I am just so honored to know you. I have been inspired. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> okay, so to get us started, can you share with our listeners a little bit more about yourself, anything that you'd like to share with us, even maybe some crazy facts that we don't know about you, anything you'd like to share for them? Um, fun facts. I recently started kayaking after my aunt was kind enough to give me and my niece kayaks on a family kayaking trip. And um, I have really gotten into that since I brought my kayak home from our summer trip. And uh, so I like to go kayaking on a local lake here close to where I live. So that's probably a little unique for me. Um, <laughs> it's, but it's really fun. And I, it's something I enjoy doing as, you know, just the family with, it's all the, la- you know, some of the ladies in our family, everybody ranging from 78 down to, um, 16 or 17 years old, so it's uh, several generations. I call it the kayak generations crew, just because it's fun. And um, once we started doing that, we all said how much we enjoyed doing the kayaking on the river that runs behind my aunt's place there in Pennsylvania. And so the next time we did the kayak trip this, you know, that which was this summer, she uh, had bought kayaks, and which was so generous of her. And then she offered to give me and my niece kayaks if we wanted them. And I thought, well, yes, I would love to have a kayak. So it's it's been something that's really been um, something I've actually used in promoting my business a little bit, doing some unique videos and just being out on the water and doing a video impromptu on the water while I was uh, enjoying the lake. So that's probably something pretty unique about me that <laughs> Oh, I love that. What a great family adventure (laughs) to be able to do that and go out on a kayak. And I've got to say, I've loved your videos. I've seen a couple of your videos um, on YouTube, and I really encourage our listeners. In fact, Suzanne, if you'd like to share how they can get to those videos on YouTube, that would be fantastic because they need to watch that. Yes, let me pull up the address on the – you know I'm funny with the YouTube address (laughs) Oh, that's fine. In fact, you know what? We can even cover that at the end um, as far as how to get in touch with you. Yeah, and I believe that's on your um, website as well, so they can get to the YouTube. But definitely, if you have an opportunity to check out those videos, they're so fun 
and just uh, such a great way to be kind of part of the experience virtually. So thank you for doing that. Today. And that, again, speaks to your, your courage. I don't know if I would ever get on on a kayak with, a, you know, with my camera. And, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I have the balance. Oh, no. <laughs> it's really fun, and believe me, I am not balanced or coordinated. <laughs> Not in any way. So if I can well, do that, anybody like can do it. You did up there. So that was, that was fun. It's, it's actually, it is. It's very fun. I do enjoy, enjoy doing that. I, I'm sorry the weather is not warm here anymore, <laughs> but I can do Thanks. that. But, uh, yes, it's, it's a lot of fun. So that's probably something super unique about me uh, and a very recent, uh, a very recent hobby for me, which I really, mm-hmm. really enjoy. So. Perfect. And I've been. I love all of this, the new stuff and the new adventures that you've been um, you've been on. And I know we'll we'll get there in a few minutes. But what I'd like to do is, if you could share with our listeners a little bit about your past life in terms of your career and um, what you were doing. Okay, um, I have recently uh, worked for the our local police department here in Columbus, where I live. And I've worked there for almost 20 years and worked in a couple different sections of the police department, ranging from the narcotics section and the crime lab. Also, I worked for the water division for a brief period of time. And my jobs ranged from answering the phones to uh, helping detectives type search warrants, helping them prepare packets for grand jury, and also fixing the copier and fixing the phones and doing inventory of all kinds of different things. And the other thing I did when I was uh, working for the police department is I trained new employees that were coming into our clerical section which wherever I worked. So I had the pleasure of training several really fun people, and I got to teach them everything about my job and that's where I realized how much I enjoyed teaching. And it's something I had done previously uh, when I was court reporting. I also taught court reporting for uh, a brief stint after I stopped actively court reporting. And, again, it was that's how I kind of found the teaching that I really like to do. So uh, last 20 years have been in, kind of in the same, the same place for the same employer, just doing different jobs and kind of finding out, you know, things that I like to do but didn't realize that I like to do. So uh, that's my that's my path life in terms of career. <laughs> Got it. Okay. And I, I know they miss you and everything. I mean, you've just rattled off so many things that you did for them. So I know they are really missing you um, in the office there. Because <laughs> you're Maybe. definitely a very, very, very valuable employee. So. Awesome. So what made you decide that you needed a change? Uh, there's a lot of, there were several things that kind of all came to a head at one time. I, I want to say everything. I had finished my bachelor's degree in business in 2014, and from that point on I kept thinking, what do I want to do with my life? What am I going to do with this degree I'm working as an office assistant. How can I use this degree? And that's when I started thinking, I have to do something else. I I just don't feel like I'm making any real contribution to society. And it was was something overwhelming for me. So 
finishing the degree really made me start thinking about, you know, what did I want to do with my life? Especially, I'm 48 years old. What do I want to do with my life? You know, what am I going to do when I grow up? And I think that probably was the catalyst, was finishing that degree and really thinking what I wanted to do with that and how I could use that to do something that I really liked and that kind of gave back. So I think that that I think that would be the catalyst there that prompted mm-hmm. me to change. And that speaks so much to your heart and the fact that you you know, you wanted to make a difference and you just weren't or you didn't feel like you were in the right place to be able to make that difference that you know you wanted to make. Definitely. I yeah, I just didn't feel I, I think I felt like and I don't know if that's the case, but I felt lost as just the office assistant, I didn't really feel like I was making a contribution. Granted, I handled a lot of stuff for them, and um, I I know they they needed the things that I did, but it wasn't honestly, it just wasn't fulfilling to me. And um, mm-hmm. I I felt like there was I it just felt like there was something else there for me. Not not do, not doing that job. I felt there was something else out there waiting for me. And I, I was kind of compelled to follow, follow my path, as as we say, <laughs> and right. and I did. So it's, yeah, it's yeah. And unfortunately, it sometimes a, it does take us getting to that place of like frustration and just getting to the point where we feel so stuck and like we can't, we just can't bear to be in that place any longer for us to really say, okay, what is it going to take? What do I need to do to be able to? make a change. So when you got to that place, um, Suzanne, what was your first thought around how do you, like you mentioned using your degree that you that you had achieved at that point. So what, what was your initial thought around how you would use that degree to maybe get you to the next step in your career? Well, well, um, that's where I was, I, I kept thinking, well, I could work, I could be self-employed. I, I really considered, um, oh, I could use my degree to be you know, an office manager, something like that. And I kept thinking, is that what I really want to do? And then in the back of my mind, there's this whole thing of you could start your own business. You've been self-employed before. What, you know, what could you do as your own business? And I think that's what really um, prompted me to start looking at other options. What could I do to uh, maybe be self-employed and have a little more freedom and autonomy i you know i really i like working with people but i like doing my own job my own business um right. i think i i think i'd worked for management for so long that i kind of needed a break from that and needed to kind of make my own uh, not to, not to sound strange not to make my own rules but to you know be in charge of myself and know that what I was doing was right. Absolutely. And I think that's very normal to get to that place. I think we all get there at some point or another. Where, and especially because your one of your big values is freedom, you know, the freedom to be able to travel like you do and, and do the things that you love and the freedom to be able to do what you're passionate about in terms of your career or business so that you are feel, you know, you feel fulfilled and you feel like you are making a difference the way you're supposed to. And there's nothing wrong with having that value of freedom. 
yes, I, I've learned that it's not a, it's not a crime to want freedom in your business and your personal life. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, absolutely. And also the other thing about that is freedom, you know, doesn't necessarily mean like in in our case, you know, you and I own our own businesses, but freedom doesn't necessarily mean owning your own business. It could be freedom in the work that you do. Even if you report, you know, even if you work for a company or you report to somebody every day, just feeling like you're doing what you're passionate about and what you're supposed to be doing, it, that brings a sense of freedom in itself. So there's so much value um, to finding that right career choice. It may be outside of the corporate world. It may be within the corporate world. But that freedom does come when you find whatever it is that you're looking for, that you're seeking. Yes, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, I'm not saying that had I found a, a different job that I, I felt like I was contributing in a different way or that fulfilled me, that I would have mm-hmm. been content working, you know, staying to work and, you know, work for the system per se versus working for myself. It, I, I completely agree with you. You don't have to be self-employed to have freedom and do something that you love. Uh, I think you can achieve that just by doing something that you love, no matter who you work for. Absolutely. And like you mentioned, that second piece to that is finding that intersection between doing what you love, what you're gifted at, what you're, um, you know, it's a kind of that combination of your experience, um, what it is that you have as far as gifts and talents, and then where that intersects with a need. That need could be within the corporate world or it could be outside of the corporate world. Like for with you, you know, your need that you are fulfilling um, that's in, so in line with who you are is um, helping people and helping teach people um, English, you know, uh, people who um, have English as a second language. So, yeah, fantastic. So w- let me ask you this, uh, Suzanne. What compelled you to take that first step and explore those other options? I know there were, you know, even before you, you found me or came to me, I know you were kind of – thinking about, you know, you had these thoughts going through your mind and you were exploring different options. So what made you go ahead and, and take that next step to really say, you know what, it's time for me to, to do something, even though I don't really know exactly what that something should be? Yeah, you just you just described me. And you said <laughs> a, you, you mentioned early, uh, a few minutes ago about feeling really stuck. And um, that, that was me. I felt stuck. I felt one that... I'm a female over a certain age, and who wants to hire me? And I realized that being in the same job for 20 years was no longer an asset. It had turned out to be a liability. And I felt really stuck. I I felt like I had nowhere to go, nowhere to advance. And it was really, it it overwhelmed me. And I became uh, unfocused, and I lost any direction that I might have had, and I felt like I was just losing myself. I kept thinking, why did I, I went and got this business degree, I've done nothing with it, my friends are getting promotions that graduated with me, and, you know, I'm 48 years old getting a business degree, so for me, that was a huge accomplishment, and, you know, I thought, I think I, I had expected my world to dramatically change, and i forgot that I really had to do something to make it change. And so the feeling of being stuck was what really prompted me to take the next step. And that's when I found, um, I was on LinkedIn and starting to make profiles. And that's when I found your advertisement on there. And I thought, I looked at that and I thought, and everything you said in your 
your ad on LinkedIn was about, do I feel stuck? Do you need a career change? Do you need help? And I'm thinking, this is me. It, it was like it spoke to me. <laughs> and <laughs> I I thought, I'm sitting there, and it was in it was in late December, early January last year, and I'm sitting here going, I've got to do something. I need help. And I said to myself, I need help. And I said, okay, a free coaching session. Why not? And I clicked on the link, and I made an appointment. And that was that was where it started. And so, yes, feeling stuck, and you, you nailed it when you said that earlier. It's that you're just stuck, and you don't know what you're going to do or what you want to do. And mm-hmm. it makes you feel lost and overwhelmed. So that's that's where I was. And I I was smart enough to make a choice to say that I needed help. And I, I recognized that I needed help to move my career path along. So mm-hmm. and that, that well, was huge all, for me. Congratulations on finishing your degree, which was no easy feat to be able to you know to do that and that's a huge accomplishment and then also to be able to you know you have such an incredible awareness of that and I'm always in awe of your intuition and your awareness of where you are and your ability to to listen to that and really follow through I mean that takes a lot of courage just being able to do that and I can guarantee you when you when you said what you said about being in that place of being overwhelmed and stuck and feeling like you were unfocused and kind of losing yourself in your job, I guarantee you that there's ladies listening right now that are nodding at everything you just said (laughs) because there's so many people out there that are in that position. And you are one one of those people who not only recognize that and realize that you needed to do something, but you actually were courageous enough to just take that first step. So I've got to applaud you for that because that is not an easy thing to do. And now, not only are you being such an example and helping people with your, um, you know, teaching English, but now you're inspiring, you know, so many women through just your story and being courageous enough to share. So thank you so much for that. Oh, you're welcome. And I I appreciate the opportunity to share with people. Um, I just hope people can take something and go, yeah, I, I feel like that. And yeah, what if if she did that? Maybe I can do if I did coaching or, you know, I can do something to help myself and that's mm-hmm. that's really all I I I expect from anything, you know, just if somebody can learn from something I've done or a mistake I've made, then that's that's fantastic for me. It's just um it's kind of that I guess that's my need to give back and it can be something small. It doesn't have to be anything big. I don't have to invent something or reinvent the wheel, but um, mm-hmm. I I just think it's I, – I, I like to see women succeed, and I know how hard we struggle with confidence. So I know how hard it is to take that step and say that you need help and um, actually follow up on it. So it's it's, it's tough to do. So Right, and, and I'm going to get there in just a second as far as – how you were able to overcome that. Because I know for so many of us, and I've been in that situation myself, and it can be completely overwhelming, and Mm -hmm. it can almost leave you paralyzed as well. We know when you don't, when you feel like you just can't even move. Like, you know, what am I supposed to do? I'm so scared. I I don't know how to take the next step. I don't know if this is right. You know, all of those things. So we'll get to that in a second. But what I'd like to ask you um, first, Suzanne, is what does it feel like to make that decision? 
just to take that first step, what does it feel like to kind of no longer settle for where you are? Not that where you were, where you were was bad, but what made you decide that you needed to make that change? So what, you know, that kind of that, that feeling or emotion that drove you? Um, my feeling was, um, I, it was when I made that decision, it was, it was scary and it was exciting all at the same time because I crossed, I crossed that threshold and said, yes, I need help. I'm scared to death of what I'm going to do. And I had no idea what I was going to find out about myself or where it would take me. But it, it was really both, I have to say, both scary and exciting at the same time. But I was just so tired of everything, you know, in my work life and probably even per, on a personal level, I'm sure, that it just, I had to. And it, I did. I was scared to death when, honestly, clicking on, just clicking on that button to make the appointment, I was scared. But then I was excited at the same time cause, because I thought, somebody's going to, professional is going to talk to me for an hour and who knows what they're going to tell me or what, you know, what could happen from that. And I just felt like there was possibilities, you know, that's when, and it just, it did, it was like that scary, exciting thing, like, oh my gosh, I just made this huge decision. And I think I've told you this before that I have in the past definitely been a skeptic and I couldn't imagine me doing something like coaching uh, even a couple of years ago. And for me to say, Yes, I'm one to consider coaching as a way to help me and get through my my job and my career issues. It was a huge step for me. So it was. It was very scary and exciting are the, the two real emotions that were really dominant for me during that time period. And that's but that's actually what drove me too. <laughs> so it was it's all wrapped up in one big crazy <laughs> crazy emotional thing there. Yeah. And that's so normal. I think even even not with this particular decision, but when we're faced with something new that we know we probably should, you know, take a chance on, even though there's so, there's so much unknown there, it can be very very scary to step, you know, scary to step into the unknown, but exciting at the same time because it, like you said, it does open up opportunity because you're like, but if I just do this, then you know, what's on the other side? <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. could possibly come up there? So if you wouldn't mind, then walking us through that, because you talked about your emotion of being scary and excited once you went ahead and scheduled that call. So talk us through a little bit about that process. So maybe when when we spoke and then what you went through um, on this journey, maybe even just the first eight weeks, because that was really, I think, the critical eight weeks for you as far as um, the transformation and opening up the possibilities. Oh, definitely. I agree. Um, after I, we had that first session, I I, I I talked to you for, I'm pretty sure we talked for more than an hour. And after I got off the phone, I felt like I had found out so many things about myself that I never knew. And it was like this huge awakening for me. And that continued through that eight-week journey. You know, we did the uh, different assessments and you know, you asked me so many questions, and I kept going, oh, my gosh, you've you've shown, you know, you've helped me do this, and you kept saying, it's all there within you. It's all there within you. And it was really hard for me to honestly take that as um, that I really had those things within me, that those the traits or qualities that I discovered. 
And something that uh, one of the things, the exercises you had me do was to ask, uh, I forget how many people, to list three traits about me and uh, traits or qualities about me. And I texted three or four people, and they all responded really quickly, which was really nice. And uh, the traits that they sent back to me were just uh, it kind of, some of them I expected, but then others, I was like, oh, oh, yes, I guess that is true. And it was such a self-discovery for me during that time period that it was, it, this is going to sound hokey, but, um, you know, like the whole uh, caterpillar turning into a butterfly kind of uh-huh. thing. It's, it, it, I mean, it, it really was that kind of that kind of experience for me because I really was lacking in confidence. I, I knew that I was, and that's been tough for me for a long time. And for me to go on that journey and discover that, hey, you do have good traits and people do say good things about you and you do have skills and you do have talents. And it was very motivating and uplifting to go through that eight-week experience. And every week I really looked forward to those calls because I learned something new about myself every week. It was like... It was almost like being introduced to a new person. And I know that stuff was all inside of me and all there waiting for me to say, hey, guess what, I can do this. Hey, I have these skills. But until we went through that coaching and that eight-week journey, I I didn't know that stuff was there. And every week I, I would think to myself, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. Oh, wow. And I would get so excited, and I was so happy to discover these new things about myself. And it, I have to admit, it really helped me build my confidence in myself and my self-esteem. And I, I don't know how quickly that happens for other people or if it happens that way for other people, but it really made me recognize. And I've always wanted you know, women to be confident about themselves, but it really brought that to the forefront for me, how much I recognized that I struggled and I know as many people struggle as I did, um, that that many that many people, many women struggle with confidence just like I did. And it's so hard to overcome a lack of confidence or self-esteem. And it made me want to really help people like in that way to overcome lack of confidence and self-esteem. So it uh, it was quite a journey for me. Uh, I, I have to say that it's been one of the best experiences of my life. That eight weeks, I I would really say, changed my life and helped me really focus. Uh, I don't know that I'd be where I am today without going through that. It, um, I needed that, and that is I think that's the foundation I've been building on for the past year is going through that eight-week coaching session with you. And I, and I mean, I know people are listening going, oh, you, you know her. And I just, I, it's such an experience for me that it, I am so grateful and so thankful that I was able to do something like that and I was able to open myself up to that possibility, that I was able to really allow somebody to help me unlock the the talents and the the skills and the uh the drive that I have and 
to help guide me. So it, it's been a pretty amazing journey. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much for sharing that transformation, Suzanne. I mean, I couldn't – I'm just just in awe of just how much you have – I mean, you were, like I said, like you were just talking about, you had it all in you from the beginning, but your ability to just show up at every session and just really to give it everything you've got is really what what made that transformation so powerful and also speaks to the the power of coaching. Um, and so I'm so glad that you gave the whole coaching process, you know, um, a chance and you were just, and I so admire you for being all in from session one. I mean, there was no hesitation at all. You were just like, you know what, if I'm going to do this, then I'm going to be present and I'm going to give it everything. And I think that's that speaks a lot to who you are, and it also speaks a lot to um, just how far you've come through that whole process. So thank you so much for sharing. And the eight-week uh, program, I will share at the end a little bit more um, about that, the eight-week process that Suzanne is uh, is talking about. But thank you, Suzanne. And that wasn't hokey at all. <laughs> that's actually exactly oh. what this is all about. Um, not that you were a caterpillar before. I mean, you you just had you had so much going for you. You still do, but yeah, that is. I mean, that transformation um, is just a, a beautiful thing to watch unfold, and it's such a privilege for me to be with you on this journey. And really, it is all you. Um, but it, it's just a privilege for me to be able to watch you through this. And I've got to say, the other thing that I noticed that was really that was a big shift for you as you went through is your energy level. Like I noticed every yeah. time you came. Um, to the call, like, you know, every week, week after week, you had more energy, you were so excited, you couldn't wait to get started, you couldn't wait to discover, you know, more about yourself and where you were going to go, and it was just fantastic. Yes, I I have to admit the energy level really did uh, um, change for me, and I was always that tired person, you know, and... We, one of the assessments we did involved something about focusing your energy, which I know is a little different. But once I started doing the calls with you, I, I was I was really excited every week to have that call and see what I was going to find out. It was it was it was I was like a little kid with that almost. I mean it was <laughs> it was that much of a yeah. it's like the little kid learning something new, and except yeah. it's about yourself. <laughs> So yeah, and it's it, fun news it, about yourself because it's like, oh, my goodness, I did not realize this untapped potential that I had in me. And also, I love that you brought up that exercise where you reached out to people that are close to you because a lot of times people see things in us that we don't see in ourselves, and we don't often even take you know, take the opportunity to even acknowledge it. Like sometimes we get a compliment and we kind of brush it off, but when we're kind of intentional about it and really sit down and think, you know, these people are close to me and this is what they're seeing it's got to be true, you know, there's got to be some truth to this. And that's that's very powerful, too, when we realize just how valuable what we have to offer is. And the fact that other people see it, it really helps to boost us and to help open up those doors for us and help us see, oh, my goodness, if I believe this about myself, like everybody else says, then the possibilities are endless. I mean, I can use these strengths in all of these different areas. And you recognize that, I mean, immediately. It was incredible. Yes, I, yes, I think that's true. That that exercise was one that just really, it, it completely surprised me. Like I said, there were things that I knew would come back, but there was a couple of the traits that came back, and I was just like, wow, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, oh, okay, yes, I guess that is true. Because they responded really quickly to me. I mean, I don't, I didn't think it was something that was, 
you know, contrived or, you know, they just responded, oh, yes, ABC, ABC, ABC. And I got all these texts, like three or four texts back within like 10 minutes of sending them. So, and it was all different people. So it, it made me, it, it made me feel really good about myself. Um, and it made me think about those things and why they might think that and that, yes, actually those things were true. So, yeah, and actually, that's a that's a really quick, easy exercise for our listeners to do. So, if any of you are wondering about you know how this works or what this is all about, basically, all you need to do is get three or four, maybe three to five people in mind that are close to you that know you pretty well. It can be anyone, family members, um, colleagues, friends, and just send them a quick text message and say, "Hey, I was asked to do this quick exercise, or I just you know I was just wondering what are." some of the really positive qualities that you see in me and just see what happens, see what comes back and see if that's in line with the way you view yourself. And if not, maybe it's time to start, you know, questioning your own beliefs about yourself and start thinking about taking on those positive things that other people see in you. So thank you, Suzanne. I would never have even thought about uh, mentioning that. I forgot I even, we even did that together. <laughs> I completely oh, forgot yeah. it's been a while. It definitely had an impact on me. It was, it was, it was really, uh, it was very insightful for me. So, yeah, I'm glad, okay. I'm glad we did that exercise. Oh, I'm so glad it had such a such an impact. So the other question I want to ask you is, and I'm sure a lot of people are wondering about this because this is a place that I found myself that was so difficult to move through, um, and that is getting over that initial fear and anxiety. And you spoke a little bit about this as far as you feeling stuck. So. How do you how did you think you got over that fear and anxiety to be able to move forward? Uh, I think I used a couple different things for the fear and the anxiety. One was I chose coaching, so I I did have you there helping me, or as a a source, a lifeline, if you will. So I knew that I uh, that was that helped me for my fear. But I also learned that fear and anxiety are things that we create within ourselves. And I I started learning to recognize that fear was just something that we manufacture. Yeah, you you might experience fear, but if you think about it and break it down, why are you afraid, Um, why are you anxious, and kind of analyzed it and Once I realized that I was in control, that I was in charge, that I had the choice to be afraid or to be anxious, and once I realized that I could control that, then, uh, and it's kind of a control issue, but it's not because you really have a choice. You, You choose how you react to something. And once I started thinking of it in that way, what am I choosing to do? Why am I I'm choosing to be afraid of this? Why am I afraid? I'm afraid of snakes, and I know exactly why I'm afraid of snakes, but um, it's an irrational fear. But, um, you know, things like changing careers or jobs, uh, it's, it's natural to fear change, and it's natural to be anxious about it. But if you kind of break it down and go, okay, well, I'm afraid that, you know, I'm not going to succeed or, you know, you, you just break down and go why and look at it and kind of analyze it. And that, it really helped me, I think maybe a term is compartmentalize or to say, okay, this is fear. Yeah, it's a reasonable fear, but this is why I have this fear. 
and this is why I have this anxiety. You know, I'm afraid of talking in front of people, so maybe I get a little anxious or nervous. And I think just learning to recognize that fear and anxiety are still choices. I mean, yeah, there are things that are really going to, you're going to fear, but things like changing jobs and careers, there's no need to be fearful of it. You can, I understand the anxiety, but learning to control that and to choose your reaction versus letting your emotions just tumble over. And um, this is stepping ahead a little bit. I'll just say I gained this knowledge from somebody that I met a couple weeks ago, and he told me that about how the brain processes um, emotions and reactions. And he said, did you realize that there's a certain part of the brain that reacts immediately before your the other part of your brain thinks about it. And he said, so the trick is to, he goes, I always wait 10 seconds before I make, choose a reaction, before I choose to be angry or before I choose to get upset or choose to be mad at somebody. And he says, I found this trick really works because your brain processes something really quickly and you don't have time to think about it. And he goes, if I give myself 10 seconds, I can think, oh, well, maybe they made that comment and it didn't really have anything to do with me. Or maybe they're having a bad day and it wasn't meant directed at me personally. And after I thought about that, I thought, wow, what a what a piece of knowledge that would have been helpful to me years ago. <laughs> and it's kind of that, that think before you react thing. And I think that ties in with the fear and the anxiety. Think about it before you let it get out of control. You know, honestly, analyze it. So I, that might have been a long answer to your question. but um, No, that was brilliant. And I love that. Like It's almost like a 10-second rule is the way I'm thinking about it now, to be able exactly. to stop and pause. and Because, there's, I mean, really magic happens in that, those moments of awareness when we can just stop and think about it, like you just said, and maybe even reframe that situation. So don't give our brain the opportunity to just immediately react based on our initial assumption, but give yourself the ability to stop, process, and then act from a different place versus anger, frustration, all of those other things that can very quickly spiral out of control. And I think that's something that I also observed uh, with you, Suzanne, as you went through this process. I mean, you've had incredible awareness at the beginning anyway, but as you went through this, your level of awareness definitely went up as far as, you know, and it definitely impacted your ability to make, like, really good decisions and also to reduce your stress and frustration. So if you want to maybe talk a little bit about that, that would be fantastic. You already touched on it with what you said. Um, but I just I wanted to make the point that it does really have such an impact on reducing our level of stress and frustration and anxiety when we're able to pause and literally just stop ourselves and think about things from a different perspective rather than feeling victimized by everything that goes on around us. Yes, I completely agree with that. That helped me so much to really stop and take a look. If I was in a situation that I felt um, hurt or immediately hurt or slighted or that somebody was being snarky or nasty with me, I learned to stop and go, wait a minute, what's this about? Why is this happening? 
why am I, one, reacting that way, and two, maybe they're just having a bad day and it has absolutely nothing to do with me. And Mm -hmm. it took me a little while to go through that process, but I have to tell you that that has been one of the best choices I have ever made is to really stop and think about maybe it's not all about me and maybe I should think about you are having a bad day or you you know something else just happened that caused you to say that and it really wasn't directed towards me and to kind of think about it and choose a reaction and decide whether it was really something that I needed to really be angry about and why did I need to be angry about it or how to handle it or the other choice was how to diffuse something or how to just simply walk away and mm-hmm. that but that became very helpful to me both personally and professionally <coughs> to learn to say not I'm not going to be a party to this and I <laughs> could walk away and separate myself from it and I I did I had to do that personally and professionally and it it made a huge difference with my stress and um, taking things personally, getting too upset, obsessing over things that I really couldn't control. It was choosing to react, choosing to choosing not to react. I think that was actually what was really difficult was choosing not to react, um, choosing right. not to fly off the handle and get mad at somebody and say something really mean and because we all do it and it's it's once those words are out of your mouth you cannot take them back so it was learning to choose and go through that process that was huge for me it, it had a huge impact on my my dealings with people and how i reacted to things and the other thing that i observed through that whole process or journey <coughs> is how well you've been able to take those things that you've learned and even apply them to your business and to be able to have a different perspective even when you're you're teaching English as a second language. Because one of the things we talked about recently is this idea of making your students feel comfortable and helping them to look at things from a different perspective. So n- not have them think about other people judging them, but really helping them to focus on that people are really there for the most part. I mean, they want to support and help them. And so I really love that you took what you learned in your own personal and even your past professional life and you so effectively apply that to what you're doing to really have an impact on so many other lives. That's huge. I mean, really, that's what it's all about. If we can take what we learn and our abilities and our gifts and be able to find a way to help others, that's where that true joy and fulfillment comes from. Yes, I, I would definitely agree with that. It's um, it's very rewarding to learn to think about the other person's perspective. It it gives you, it, not only does it give me perspective, but it helps me help other people. And uh, it's it, it's really, it is. It just it's I don't know. It's it, it like I said. It does. That's what gives you the joy and makes you happy when you go. Oh, I was able to understand why they're upset about this or why they're not comfortable talking to me or you know what what's what something you know seemed minor to me might be very important to the other person and might have an impact on 
how they were speaking or why they were not speaking or why they were intimidated or afraid to speak. So, yeah, I definitely have been able to use that and apply it really in almost all aspects of my life. It's been it's been huge for me. Fantastic. So I'd like to touch on, before we go, and I really want to spend some time talking about your business because that is so exciting what you're doing right now. But before we get into that, just one other thing that I know is kind of a, a hot topic. And, in fact, this is something that kept me um, a little bit stuck as well when I was trying to figure out whether or not I can actually make a change. Um, and that is finances and these expectations that we set on ourselves. You know, there's this whole fear around um, what a friend of mine calls financial ruin, like the impending doom of financial ruin. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's this fear around that. And what what if I make the wrong decision? Even if it's a different job or a different type of career, what if, um, you know, I I make the wrong decision and I'm not able to support my family in, in the way I want? Or maybe what if I, say, invest this money in coaching, for example, or, or something else, or whatever it is, even though it might be a really good investment, but there's this fear that you know of the unknown, the fear of what if this is not and it isn't the best thing for me. So um, I know that had to come up for you uh, as well, Suzanne, um, as far as investing in coaching, for example. So can you talk a little bit about how you were able to overcome that? Um, as far as the investing in the coaching, at first I thought I, I, I remember the day we talked and you, you asked me if I wanted to continue, and then we started talking about you know coaching and the cost and I'm thinking this is a lot of money and at, at some point something clicked for me and said this is for you this is about you and this is going to help you and it was kind of like this is an investment in yourself it's probably the best money you'll ever spend on yourself and so for the coaching I if anybody was ever on the fence about this uh, invest in yourself it, it, you are absolutely worth it and it's worth it, it's worth every penny you pay for coaching, um, and as far as money for uh, you know making a job change, I agonized over that as you well know <laughs> about leaving my job for financial security. You know, I had been in the same job for 20 years. I had I had that job. You know, I had a I had a paycheck every two weeks, and you know I have all the things I need, and I agonized over that for quite some time. And then we had we had a couple different talks about finances and what I needed. And when I was forced to sit down and look at what I thought I needed, what I could live on, how long, um, then, then it started to become something more attainable for me. Um, once I said, I have these resources or I can make these changes to my life now to set aside money. That's when I, when I wrote it down on paper, when we went through that whole exercise of writing everything down. What do you need for this? What do you need for this? And really just looking at what I what I was spending and how, you know, how money was going, what I would really need to live. And once I had it on paper, there was a number for me. And and then at some point I'm like, oh, I have this, or I have this, and I can put this money towards this, and you know what? I can do this. And I think the, I think the what helped me finally overcome that was doing that whole exercise on paper for me, and going through it and talking about it, and 
figuring out, you know, a plan. And uh, But really writing it down for me and getting a number going, oh, this is X amount that I need. This is what I need to pursue what I really want to do. So I think it's about deciding that you're worth it and it's worth um, if you can if you can save the money or manage the the funding there's so many resources out there anyway but i you know i had some other resources so it was i yeah i definitely the really sitting down and analyzing what you needed and actually talking about it really helped me a lot um you know, the going through the whole thing of, well, what happens if this or what happens if this? And, you know, doing that whole pros and cons thing, that that really, really helped me get through the money, the financial issues that I, I had in my head. That's fantastic. I'm so glad you mentioned the importance of writing it down because I think a lot of times, and I'm very guilty of this, we tend to make a big deal of things in our mind. And we tend to make like a big mountain over something that we view as a, an obstacle or a challenge. But a lot of times, like you said, when you just write it down and get it, get the facts on paper, and it, when you're able to to talk it through with someone, whether that's a coach or a friend or, or someone you trust, that it it almost you know it's like it's like the problem just kind of solves itself. Like things just kind of fall into place when you have the when you have that right intention of what it is you want to do. So, yeah, but writing it down and being able to talk through it is really, really powerful, especially when, you want to, when you're making these bigger financial um, decisions. And I've got to tell you, I'm so proud of you, because even with all of that, it does take um, a level of courage. And, yes, you know, as a, as a coach, I'm here to support you and be your, your safety net through, that, through it all. But really, you, had, you were the one that had to make that um, decision. So now I want to get into that exciting part of the decision, you know, like now that you're on the other side of this. And you've done that tough work and, um, you know, the finances and all of the other things that you've, that you've done. Tell me a little bit about where you are now and any regrets. What are you excited about? I have zero regrets, none. <laughs> I know <laughs> absolutely that I have made the right choice. I am, I've been doing a couple volunteer programs to uh, – add to my experience for teaching conversational English and um, those programs really made me know and I and I knew as soon as I, when I made the choice that I made the right choice but those just really reaffirmed the choices that I had made for things that I wanted to do and what I was getting out of it and what I might be giving back to the whole situation so the choice to start my own business teaching English online has resulted in me doing some major volunteer programs that were um, have definitely been life-changing experiences for me and the people I've met and the interactions I've had with the, the people that I've worked with have just been incredible and I I so admire the people who are trying to learn English as a second language and are making that effort and it's that is a huge reward right there for me just that they're even trying and um it's it's very inspiring because I I met some people a couple of weeks ago who were voluntarily submitting themselves to an English immersion program where they had to speak, they're from Spain, and they had to speak English the whole time we were there for a whole week. 
and we ate dinner together, we ate breakfast together, we ate lunch together, we had one-on-one sessions all day. We basically had 13-hour days together where they had to speak English all the time, and they were not allowed to speak in Spanish. And even if we knew Spanish, we couldn't speak to them in Spanish. (laughs) So it was... I was amazed at their dedication uh, that they took to improve their English, uh, to improve their skills, to improve their conversation level, to improve their understanding. And that that's kind of the reward you're looking for when you're teaching, that they're inspired enough that they want to do it and they want you to help them do it. And it's it's, it's been an amazing journey for me. I have absolutely zero regrets of making my choice to do this and I know absolutely this is the right thing for me to be doing it's uh, it's fun I love meeting people and experiencing the different cultures and talking to people from different cultures and finding out what's different what's the same what makes them tick my Vietnam project is the same way um, my students that I talk with every week and have been talking to since September um, She's she's just amazing. She's a, a, a sweet, really nice, intelligent young lady who's going to be teaching English herself, and they're practicing with native speakers, so I Skype with her once a week. And the things I learned from her just are they're amazing to me because I learn about her culture and how things are different in different parts of the world. And I really, I hope I, I get as much, I hope they get as much from me as I get from them because... I learned so much doing this that it's it's a huge reward for me. So it's uh it's really fun. I absolutely love it and I could talk about it for a really long time. <laughs> so. I love I just love sharing your your passion and your enthusiasm for what you do and they I don't believe they could have a better teacher because like we were talking about um, I think it was just a couple of weeks ago like you bring that element of confidence and comfort to them you know in those sessions and you kind of just reassure them through the way that you teach that it's okay you know it's okay if you're not really confident going into this and it's okay to make mistakes and just being you um, opens up all kinds of possibilities to them and then speaking about possibilities the other thing that I've really loved to see in your journey is that um, first of all it hasn't been that long um, Suzanne can you can you remember how long it took you from making the decision to actually leaving your job? I feel like I made that decision in the late spring of this year. Probably, I want to say May or June that we had we had talked. I don't even know if it was that far. I want to say probably in May that I had made that decision, and I remember talking to you one day, and I told you I had picked a date. But, yes, I... I it didn't take once I realized what I wanted to do, and once I worked through what I thought was the hard stuff, you know, the money thing. Um, I I came to that decision pretty quickly because I knew that I had to do something that I enjoyed, that some, something that meant something to me. And yeah, I want to I want to say that was back in like the late spring, probably May, when I made that choice. So no, it hasn't been that long. I mean, we're talking. What, six seven months ago right you should be so proud believe. of yourself for that that is incredible to be able to 
do what you've done in that amount of time and to be able to achieve as much as you have. And the other thing that I've loved watching in your your adventure and your journey is that when you made that decision and when you decided to go all in, these doors started opening opening for you like there were these opportunities that would come up and then you were just so open to go for it and like I said at the beginning of the call you you are and you know I'm not just saying this but you are truly one of the most courageous people like you now that you're kind of in the you know you're in the flow you're doing what it is that you're so passionate about and you love and you know you're making a difference it's like nothing can stop you you almost you know like it's like you walk into the space of being completely unstoppable and you're just taking in all of these different opportunities and just completely going for it and making such a big difference in the process. Yeah, I yeah, I do kind of feel like that. Um I feel like I can do anything and I'm going to and because I can and I have it within me and yeah, I'm I yeah, I am kind of unstoppable. <laughs> I never thought of it <laughs> that way, that. but yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I can even hear the confidence, the level of confidence in your in your voice, and that in itself is uh, is so inspiring. So, and I know I'm going to have you on the show. I, we're already at the top of the hour. I don't know where this time went so quickly, but one of the things I did want to highlight, Suzanne, is a, lo- um, a little bit about what it is that you're you're working on on your business. Because I'm excited to have you back again on the show. I know you're working on a couple of very exciting programs, and so uh, what I'd like to do is, if anyone is listening and need some additional assistance with English, if that's your second language, or if you know somebody, or even an organization, or, some, you know, like a community organization, or whatever it is, um, where people need additional assistance with uh, English. I know Suzanne does sessions remotely, like over Skype or over the phone. So she is just amazing. You can already tell from listening to her for this hour that she's incredible um, at what she does. So I would highly recommend that you reach out to her. And then she's also going to be coming up with um, a couple of different uh, programs as well in the next, uh, I would say, maybe about a month or so. And then I will definitely have you back on the show so you can share more specifically on those kinds of things, Suzanne. And then also tell us about your trip because you'll be in Spain again next month. So I'm excited to hear about all of those adventures. So definitely need to have you on again. Yes, yes, I would love to do that again. You know, I can talk all the time about travel and, <laughs> and especially Spain. <laughs> and I've enjoyed so listening as well. So the other thing I, I did want to mention is Suzanne was talking about that eight-week program, and it's actually called Rock Your Career, Rock Your Life. And um, I offered it at the beginning of last year, actually probably December, I think, um, is when we spoke, December or beginning of January. Um, And I'm offering it again around the same time just because people at the beginning of the year or towards the end of the year tend to really want to focus on this area of their career. And so I really wanted to open it up again and um, just see if if I can help, if there's any way I can help. So like Sudan mentioned, um, there's a free strategy session, completely no no, you know, obligation whatsoever. So if you'd like to talk to me about that program, um, definitely feel free to reach out. And I will, in fact, if you go to my website, com, and you go to the banner at the bottom of the page, that will take you to what Suzanne was talking about, that page with the information to see if you you might be a good fit. So that's what that, we kept talking about eight weeks, so that's what the eight weeks <laughs> is all about. Um, so, Suzanne, if you'd like to share about how people can – actually, before that, if you have any closing thoughts, anything you'd like to leave our listeners with, and then also how they can get in touch with you. Um, I I, I want to thank you for having me on your show. I have really enjoyed this. And if anybody out there is thinking about um, 
whether you should consider coaching, do it. Just do it. <laughs> Make an investment in yourself. I, I, I'm not a salesperson, but I, this is honestly the best thing I have ever done for myself was to give myself that, that coaching, that, that help that I needed. And that's, that's what helps you along the way on your journey. And I, I, I just, I cannot say enough good things about it. And whoever you, whatever you decide to do with it, it's, I, I can't imagine you would have a bad experience with it. It's just such a, uh, uh, an eye-opening experience. It's such a, a journey of self-discovery. It's, it, it's really helpful. It's, um, it's changed my life definitely, and I, I'm really happy with who I am now. And, um, I, I can't say that I was always saying that in my life. And, I like myself. I'm very happy with who I am and where I'm going in my life. So. If you're on the fence about it, just say yes. <laughs> or here's my <laughs> phrase, why not, is what I tell Shura all the oh, time. Oh, yes, I love Why it. not. Yes. And if you would like to check out my website, I am at ESL on the go. That's E-S-L-O-N-T-H-E-G-O dot C-O. And I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com slash ESL on the go, same thing, E-S-L-O-N-T-H-E-G-O. And I'm also on Twitter, at Suzanne, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-P, like Phillips, and the number 67. And you can get a YouTube link off of my website and off of my Facebook page. I have YouTube links where I have most of my videos on there if you would like to watch those. So if you'd love to contact me, if you need help with English as a second language, I would love to work with you and help build a program that will help you be more confident and comfortable speaking English. Perfect. Thank you so much, Suzanne. And I highly encourage anyone listening to go ahead and follow Suzanne on Facebook and check out her YouTube videos. She is just so natural, so confident, and you'll learn so much from watching her videos, and then she also has incredible posts on Facebook as well. And I'd highly encourage you to please share her links with um, anyone you know who has English as a second language and maybe could use some additional um, assistance. And also, Suzanne, I want to take a moment to, um, on behalf of me and coaches everywhere, to thank you for that coaching endorsement. <laughs> and I can promise the listeners that that is not scripted. I am not paying Suzanne just Kind of a no, no, she's not paying me. No, she's definitely not. <laughs> Although maybe I feel like I should know. I feel like I should not pay you. Just, I could not have scripted that. You know, I could not have done that. So thank you so much, um, Suzanne. I, like I said before, you are making such an incredible impact on this world, not only with your business, but in just sharing your story. This is truly going to be um, such an inspiration to so many women out there, and, and even in different life situations. You know, we all have these areas where we feel stuck. It may not even be in Korea. Maybe there's somebody listening right now who feels stuck in um, another area. Maybe it's a relationship, whatever it is. But you've helped to tap into that space of confidence, of clarity, of courage to be able to open the open the door and hopefully wide enough so that people can see that it is absolutely possible to move through that and move forward. And there is hope. You know, there is hope and there is more out there. 
so thank you for being so open and so honest and um, sharing that. So in, in closing, what I'd like to do, um, since it is the holiday season, and I think this also relates to what we're talking about today, is I would like to close with a quote, and this is from Joel Bolt-Taylor. And she says, To experience peace does not mean that your life is always blissful. It means you are capable of tapping into a blissful state of mind amidst the normal chaos of a hectic life. And I actually think this is so perfect based on what you were saying earlier, Suzanne, about being able to find that peace and making different decisions from their place of awareness so that even if we do find ourselves stuck and frustrated and all of that, to be able to try to look at things from a different perspective and know we always have a choice. Like you, I think the way you put it is we're in control of our emotions and our decisions, and there's always that decision that is in our control to make. So thank you for sharing that. That is fantastic. Um, if anyone would like to reach me, you can contact me at info, that's I-N-F-O, at charissasebastian.com. And my website is www.sharissasebastian.com. That's spelled S-H-A-R-I-S-S-A-S-E-B-A-S-T-I-A-N. All my social media links can be found on my website. And remember to check out our Women's Retreat website for more information on our next retreat in February. And I would love you to come and join us if you're in the Dallas area. And I'm hoping you can make it out there too, Suzanne. I'd love to see you in February. I think I'm going on my cruise at that time. Oh, that's <laughs> I would true. Okay, well, the next, the next one for sure. And maybe our listeners, if they're, you know, if they're um, interested in joining us at the retreat, maybe they'll, uh, they can meet you at the one that you're going to be joining us at. That would be awesome. That would be fun. I would love to do that. Okay, and also I just um, discovered yesterday that uh, my app, I actually have an app for um, the iPhone that you can get, or Android, that you can get on on Amazon. So if you do a search for my name, you can download my app. And there's a couple of cool things that are on that app. One is you can follow my uh, Twitter feed and Facebook, and I also have a very um, special free um, offer on that on that app as well. So you can feel free to keep in touch with me that way, and I would absolutely love to hear from you. So thank you so much again, Suzanne. This has been so much fun. I can't wait to do it again. Me too. Thank you, Sharissa. I appreciate it. It was really fun. <laughs> no worries, and happy holidays to you and to everyone listening, and I will talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. Happy holidays, everyone. Bye. Bye.